you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? Um, It's been busy at work. Mm-hmm. So I've just been balancing that. This week is feeling like it will be another busy week. Plus, mm-hmm. we're starting this new virtual um, like webinar series. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just a lot of back and forth. But it seems everything is going pretty well. Mm-hmm. TMI, y'all, but I'm on a period right now, <laughs> and it is sucking the life out of me. <laughs> I have recently stopped birth control. I don't know why, honestly, in hindsight. <laughs> and all I can say is, I just feel like I feel everything <laughs> in me no likey. Um, but I'm also afraid I have COVID, and so does Sydney. I'm just, like, paranoid, and that's cool. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just, you know, yeah. That's, that's your week? <laughs> <laughs> And just for the record, I'm exhibiting zero COVID symptoms. Right. So I know I'm acting crazy, but I can't help it. <laughs> and if y'all can hear it, this, just, that was me spraying a little Lysol. <laughs> um, my week was busy as well between my business and work. And then it Baller. was... <laughs> it's been wearing me out. But I think, because then I went glamping for the weekend, which I think was the, like, kind of mini getaway I needed. Because this week, I mean, today, I was, like, on a roll. <laughs> like, True that. I was getting so much stuff done. Purr. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand you. And I'm tasting Lysol. Me too. Um, oh, my God. Um, so I was like, huh, maybe that's, like, what I needed, because last week really did wear me out. Sometimes a change of scenery yeah. will do that for you. It's a, yeah, it's a good so thing. today, I got, I was like, it was such a productive day that I was like, okay, I'm here. You know, I'm back. So, <laughs> um, that's been pretty much my week, but y'all just try to make sure that you're taking care of yourself in all avenues during this time while we kind of are still stuck in the house, some of us. Um, And find, like, local small things that you can do. Because I do think, and I was talking about this uh, over the weekend, like, it's so much stuff in Maryland that we don't either know about or think about doing just because we're always focused on, like, leaving. Leaving. Yeah. And so I think now is a good time to... Explore your state. Yeah, explore your local areas safely. Um, and not the normal things that you would be doing in your normal, your local areas because it's a bunch of stuff out there that we just forget about or don't pay attention because we're not tourists, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I would encourage people to do that. What's happening in media? Or, shoot, what ain't happening? Cause... I know, right? <laughs> so, um, I'll start with, like, update stuff. Mm-hmm. So, one, Megan the Stallion. So, last time we spoke, we didn't really know what was happening. Right. And we kind of still don't. But through some, you know, Megan Thee Stallion made a statement. And the thing that I really just want to talk about is, I suffered gunshot wounds as a result of a crime that was committed against me and done with the intention to physically harm me. 
So whatever happened, mm-hmm. they were trying to shoot her. Yeah. And everyone feels like um, Tori, Tori did it. Yeah. There's been some speculation that they have had some sort of romantic relationship and mm-hmm. what people, what the alleged story is that she was wanting to leave. There was mm-hmm. some sort of... Um, Kerfuffle. Right, going back and forth. Yeah. And he shot her by accident. However, her statement is saying it was done purposefully. Right. So for mm-hmm. the main story to be it was an accident, then you had, like, her security guard who deleted this yeah. said, like, if y'all know me, y'all know why I wasn't there and just know that would never happen again. Right. And then her friend Kelsey was like, I was there, but I didn't do it. it I was wasn't just, the one with the gun. It just feels very, like... And so then the cops said that they kind of, like, upped the charge. Mm-hmm. But witnesses weren't um, cooperating. And a pro- her producer said, Tory, count your effing days. Right. So I think most people think he did it. Yes. Um, but if witnesses aren't cooperating, basically, mm-hmm. if Megan or Kelsey, who were there, mm-hmm. don't basically say don't vouch who did it. it or if they don't have evidence pointing to who did it then right because allegedly there is video of the incident correct from someone's phone and i've seen one video but it wasn't of that of yeah it was them getting out the car. the car that's yeah. i think that's all the people have seen yeah but if witnesses if the video evidence isn't clear and if witnesses aren't being like basically he did it, mm-hmm. this is if Tori did it. Yeah. Then there's not much the police can do. Right. So we'll see, but I do hope that she's healing and getting herself together. And he ain't said a word, but he's out on bail. I um, mean, under the circumstances. What, well, I would think if he didn't do it, that he would be saying that. Since he is out. Well, hit dog a holler. Um, <laughs> and so I don't know if his lawyer knows that he did it and suggesting for him to be quiet. Like, we don't know. Well, here's the thing. They all know, and like yeah. I said, if if they, if they it's alleged that witnesses aren't cooperating, that includes Megan. Right. Then it could be a, they don't want to make this go any further. Right. But um, I don't know what is going on, but... Twitter is going in all kinds of directions. Some with just trying to come up with theories, and then others are, you know trash men saying that this is what she deserved because she made Hot Girl Summer exist. Which I'm like, y'all are just disgusting. A lot of the stories that we about to talk about, I feel like I saw comments of people, I'm just like, what is wrong with (laughs) y'all? Seriously? That's what y'all think? That's what come out y'all Like, really, that was the thought that came in your head? That was the first thought that came in your head? like, let me tweet this? Right, and then it not only came out your head, but off your fingers. It just seems so bizarre. Like, I just... People need help. I swear people need help. I do hope she gets... You know, she continues to heal. Yeah. And, and then that she remains safe. Not just physically, but emotionally. Because that's be very traumatic. Yeah. Um, I'm even having a gun pointed at that's you. That's what I'm saying. Having to have surgery. Yeah. The whole experience. So Being that she is, told to back out of a car with police around like, you. Like, all of that. All of it was yeah. just... I feel like that would... Tra- just traumatic. So yeah. I just hope that she's safe around safe people that she can trust. Yeah. And that she's healing and doing whatever needs to be done for her. If Tori did do it, 
um, obviously, I would love to see him held accountable. accountable. Absolutely, because that's inappropriate because all around. Because that's a no-no and a hell no. Pointing a gun, pulling out a gun, Shooting firing a gun, a gun around. Mean, what, like, all of that is all wrong. Just, no. So, my other update I'll do is about August Alcina and his song, This Man, Entanglements, mm. featuring Rick Ross. Rick, what you doing? I mean, he's questionable anyway, so Have I don't even know why the I'm song? asking. I meant to go around to listen to it at some point, but I've heard such negative feedback that I just haven't gotten around to it. I heard the song, and... Okay, here's the thing. I think August Alcina has a certain sound. Right. It fits in with his sound. I'll right. say that. He just need to promote his album now. Um, <laughs> it was it was what it was. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I didn't... You know, and then he's done a few um, interviews where mm-hmm. he spoke that he still speaks highly of her. Mm-hmm. Says he misses her. He still loves her. Still cares for her. Um, he also spoke... Um, a lot of those allegations of like he was preyed upon and things like that, he made a statement saying that he wasn't, and saying that her calling entanglement truly was what it was. So I know a, a lot of people felt like she was being a predator and that mm-hmm. that wasn't being spoken up, spoken of enough. So for people who feel that way, do you believe what he's saying? Right, because I think. Even him saying that for some people, that still wouldn't. It wouldn't do it. It wouldn't, that wouldn't do it convince for them. them that he wasn't victimized. So, um, so I think at this point, let it fly. Absolutely. Um, the song to me was like really. I I feel like. I don't know. I feel <laughs> like, okay, we we got it. He wanted to clear his name because he said it was messing up business. Um, for him and messing with his money. It's clear now. I feel like anything you do on top of that right. seems to me like you're exactly capitalizing. Why the song was pointless. Right. <laughs> capitalizing on this instead yeah. of being like, I just wanted to debt it. I just wanted that clear and we're moving on. Yeah. Now it seems like you're trying to keep it going longer. Absolutely. So then it's like, what are you really trying to do here? Stop so, it. Just, uh, <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Also, I just want to just say prayers to um, Tamar Braxton. Yeah. Who reportedly was found unconscious by her boyfriend. Some stories are saying it's an alleged suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, she was to the hospital, in the hospital, but was... Um, unresponsive at one point. Um, it's now reporting that she's responsive and that they've transferred her to a new facility for treatment. Right. Um, I don't know. We At this point, do we know if it was a suicide attempt? No. Right. Um, could have been, she didn't realize what she was doing, uh, accidental overdose. Yeah. Could have been, we don't know. Either way, I just hope that she gets the help that she needs to feel better. Yeah. Um, life is hard, man. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially sometimes in celebrity world, us as like normal people feel like, how could life be so tough? Mm-hmm. And being in the public eye, I couldn't imagine it. The the filth that people be saying online, like right. I on top of life issues, already. on type of life issues, business issues, relationship, mm-hmm. being a mom. I don't know. I think yeah. on top of COVID and every like, I think it's just 
a stressful time for anyone in all walks of life in yeah. my mind. But I know that sometimes with people with money or status, you some people feel like oh, you're really? not supposed to have no like problems. you're not supposed to have issues or what could you possibly be upset about because you have money. And then I think we all know that I think it's easy for like the average person to feel like money will solve everything, but it doesn't. No. But it's just that in this space that we're in, that's the first thing that pops in our mind is right. the money crap. Right. Would the money stuff fix some of y'all other issues as much as y'all think it would? It wouldn't. Right. It really wouldn't. Yeah. A so, wise philosopher once said, more money, more problems. Huh? Come on now. <laughs> so just prayers her that I hope that she gets um, help. Then we're going to move on to Rihanna. She's having a skin line yes, coming out. I signed up for the early 50, drop. Fenty skin. <laughs> um, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I love her makeup. I think it was great quality. And um, I am hoping and I feel confident that, that her skincare line will align with that. Yeah. I'm also a fan of Savvy, Savage, Fenty as well. Mm -hmm. So she's really just making a mark. I am hoping and wanting one day to to get onto that luxury Fenty and get me a piece. Right. Maybe at least some sunglasses. Well, I'm just hoping for some music, but you know. I think we can't do that. I think we (laughs) appreciate the way she's sharing with us right now. And that's through her various brands. Um, I think... Just don't even go there. Okay. That's how I view it. Take the fifty. I mean, skin. part of me just hopes that she was planning on dropping this year, and since she can't tour, she gonna push it back. But I that just might be hope wishful thing. I think you should stop it. <laughs> she already. I think a while ago she was like, "I'm doing other things. I'm trying to help people with COVID." Y'all, music is not her mind. She will yeah. drop it when she feels like it. I get it. So leave it. And if you know, and if you know how. Leave it, okay? <laughs> Fenty skin is what we're getting this year. Um, maybe a few other lingerie, lingerie pieces. Maybe a new lip gloss. This is the area, okay? Maybe a $700 pair of shoes. This is where we are. Okay, y'all? I guess. You know, also, speaking of, like, COVID and touring, I read, that shook me, that supposedly, allegedly... <laughs> The queen, Beyonce, mm-hmm. had a tour plan with this whole, mm. you know. Oh, yeah, because the uh, movie come out in Black, a week and a half. You know, Black is King yeah. and a song. And there's supposedly supposed to be some tour mm. and some other stuff. And to know that if this is true, that COVID missed out a chance of me seeing Beyonce again. And, like, now I'm upset. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I read it today. It was like, now you've gone too far, Rona. <laughs> You're preventing me from seeing her in concert. You have gone too far. 2020 is what everyone thought Y2K was going to be. Essentially. <laughs> That's so funny. Because, you know, people were scared. You like, about a shutdown. I mean, I was a kid, like, trying to figure out what's going on. Y'all acting crazy. 2000 going to come. I don't quite understand. Like, I didn't. And then I remember I was home. And it was January 1, 2000, and nothing happened. <laughs> and I remember going to sleep and waking up. And I remember asking my mom, like, she's like, everything's normal. And I'm like, okay. The only thing that happened for us is that Quicken stopped working because it wasn't programmed to go past 1999. Nothing happened. <laughs> right? Like, so, that's it. I mean, just crazy. 
crazy. <laughs> okay. Also, just um, also congratulations to Nicki Minaj because she's announced her pregnancy, which that was already speculated a lot. Um, mm-hmm. This is what I'll say. Because I, 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 I wish her a healthy, I wish happy, her a healthy pregnancy. Yeah. This safe. is something. Yeah, safe pregnancy. Um, if you've followed her at any point in time, she's spoken of. Wanting to have a family. Mm-hmm. And she's 37. And she's so. wanted to settle down. Mm-hmm. And she has done so. Now, I know we all have thoughts on the partner she's chosen to settle down with. Mm-hmm. However, that will not stop me from congratulating her. Because I do think... Um, You're happy she's getting what she Motherhood needs. is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And that's something that she's wanted. Mm-hmm. And so, you know... Yeah. That's how I see it. I'm interested to see no, don't you... if motherhood will sh- change her. Oh, what? Oh, I thought she was going to... Okay, because, like, <laughs> as we know... Because, you know, she kind of, you know, extra and Barbie, and I just wonder if being a mom will shift that at all and, like, her, calm like, her down. Her, like, public persona? Or, yeah. If it'll, like, calm her down in any way. Well, if you saw some of the maternity pictures, she's still Barbie. Well, that's why I said actual, like, having the baby. Well, you know what? I think I think her persona works for her and her barbs. So I just feel like yeah. will we see a change in her music and stuff like that? Who knows? But I will say, I don't think she has to. I mean, you uh, got oh, yeah. no, she doesn't. these yeah. rappers who 50 years old talking about clubs <laughs> and hoes. So I'm like, you know what, Nikki? If you want to stay on brand, yeah. that's your business. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm but just I'm just saying. interested to see. But what did you think I was going to say? I don't know. Okay, because I was on Twitter. You know how Twitter, y'all be, y'all be wild on Twitter. <laughs> Someone tweeted, um, I wonder how will that work when the kid is like, Got like recitals and stuff. So I actually did some research, and I was like, uh, I did research uh, on the topic because I had the same question. Um, so you can go to a judge and request for exceptions to be made. They may ask the person to go to like uh, have go through a treatment plan, and if it's been an extended period of time, and if they've shown that their behavior has changed, they can make exceptions. Um, it. The rules and regulations differ by state. Right. Um, but, like, if the court approves it, then the school district can okay it and they can come to the school for certain circumstances. Some schools have chosen to, like, have them park in a designated spot or sit in a designated seat at a recital, have them check in when they get to the school and check out when they leave. But that's all schools don't require that. Like, that's on a school by school basis. Mm. So, and even then, like, if the if the person at hand has gone through like everything that the court required, even parents don't have to be notified. So I would imagine that they will go through the necessary steps to try to have him be, you know, as supportive of a father as he wants to be. You know what I mean? So they'll figure it out. I'm sure that's stuff that we'll never know. And you know Until what? we see pictures of the kid at ten But and, you also like, know but I also say that it's none of our business. Mm-hmm. I just is truly not. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Um, just wanted to give condolences because at the time we spoke about it, they were still mm-hmm. um, searching and hoping. Yeah. Um, it was reported that they did recover her body. You didn't say her name. Naya, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Naya Riviera. 
Rivera. Rivera, excuse Mm -hmm. me. They did recover her body, and so she has, you know, you want to say officially passed. Yeah, and Um, they deemed it as drowning. Yes, and so there's some speculation that, um, you know, kind of in those last moments, she was trying and just wanted to get him on the boat safely because she could feel it. Mm -hmm. Um, That particular lake has had Mm-hmm. Um, deaths before there were some reports of like, like these little whirlpool things that kind of can pull yeah. pull people under, and that's what they're thinking Happened. was the case for her. Yeah. So it's just really unfortunate because it's so random yeah. and so just it's just like it's not like she was sick or mm-hmm. it's just one of those random moments where it's just like damn yeah um you just you just never know type of thing. And truly, truly that's yeah. how life is. Mm-hmm. I know that we all know that, but no one typically lives with that at the front of their mind all the time. And then yeah. you read a story or you hear things, you're like, damn, it really could just be just something random. Yeah. So um, just condolences to her family and her friends and mm-hmm. her son. Yeah. It's awful. All right, guys, because it's just so much that's gone on. I also want to do... Um, Rest in peace to John Lewis. He was a civil rights leader. Um, he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading, like, you know, articles and things about his legacy and what mm-hmm. people said, just how much he was um, just a man with great integrity. Right. Um, and doing as much as he can in all, just his entire life, dedicating Mm-hmm. to this and then on one hand it's still sad that we're still struggling with this I know um I was on a call today at work and um one of my colleagues used to work with him mm-hmm. they worked on Capitol Hill and he just spoke about him in such high regard right um so just condolences to his family and his friends and he's definitely made impact mm-hmm. and I hope that <sighs> I'm always gonna hope for better times to come yeah yeah, and it's funny, well, not funny, but ironic, because his movie, Good Trouble, would have been in theaters. Um, So me, well, my mom rented it, I guess maybe two weeks ago, and then I watched it too. Um, And it was almost, it's, it's just weird, because it was made in a way that it seemed like we were memorializing him, and I had to keep reminding myself that he hadn't passed at the time. So then for two weeks later, for him to actually, it just... I am gl- kind of like eerie, yes, eerie yes. feeling about it. Yeah, and like there had and with that um, releasing, there had been rumors that he passed, and like yeah, I remember that. Right, and then Oprah called him to make sure he was good, and right, he was good, and then he actually passed. So it's just it's mm-hmm. just kind of eerie that all of that happened back to back. But at the same time, I am happy that that movie was made to memorialize everything that he has done, and up until you know, just this year mm-hmm. it is in the movie. So I am glad that that was done and that he could see it um, and be recognized, you know, before his untimely passing. And then also C.T. Vivian. Correct. Passed the same day, which just so... Two, two major players yeah. and leaders in the civil rights movement mm-hmm. who dedicated their lives yeah. to it. And, yeah. um, I mean, we are... We're in a space where that's happening more frequent 
just of the timing. You know, yeah. John was, he was 80. So it's, mm-hmm. it's going to happen more and more. Yeah. And on one hand, it makes you wonder, like, so what happens now? Mm-hmm. The kind of people, the people that you really, the people that were spoken Look about and looked out, looked up to and that were doing things, yeah. they are passing away more frequently as time keeps going past. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, what's the next generation of leaders to continue the work? And some are here. They're here. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, how do we support? How do we align mm-hmm. to have more of a unified yeah. movement than yeah. they had then? Yeah. I think is more of the question. Yeah. I guess we'll see. But I think it's also like sometimes when you are peers of the leaders, it's hard to recognize all of the efforts that they have done that you, when we're all 80, we'll look back and look and be like, dang, like a lot of work was done. So, you know, I am thankful for, of course, the work that they're done, but we all just have to, you know, continue the fight so that hopefully this don't have to keep continuing throughout generations. It's exhausting to think about sometimes. Girl, it show me. <laughs> um, so, because we've been talking forever, so we can move on. Two more stories, and then we're just going to move it on. Okay. So y'all know who. y'all. I, take a guess. Take a moment and guess. Who are the last two people we're going to talk about? Well, I already know Kanye. Who's the other? Um, what, It was just so much this week. Um, What else didn't happen? He's a man. We're going to talk about another black man. Um... I feel like it was something that was big on Twitter, and I just, it can't, it's not clicking in my head right now, I, so I don't know. Here, I'll give you a cue. I'm a gigolo with a lot of hoes. I don't know who said that. <laughs> oh, uh, Nick Cannon. Woo! Ding, 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 ding. That was, unfortunately, the other guys on the song. Because that's who I that, found first, and I'm like, I know we're not talking about him. Like, So I'm but, like, who the hell? But that song slapped when it was out. <laughs> you so... Know. Uh, who are we going to talk about first? Because I wanted to make a comment real quick. Who do you want to talk well, about Well, because I was going to say, when people were trying to, like, support Nick Cannon in the midst of Or they're, like, streams music. And then some people was like, there has to be another way. Like, or <laughs> others was like, we just going to do it on mute. Like, because, I mean, y'all, I mean, let's be honest. His, his, he never, yes. his music career never took off in the way in which he wanted it to. And there are reasons for that. I'll leave it there. He's talented, no, like, he is a talented uh-huh. man, don't get me wrong, uh-huh. but um, his talent is better in certain areas. Uh-oh. It's true! I don't think anybody would disagree with him. We know! We know. The Gigolo song was a good song, I thought. Okay, there are plenty of people with one hit. Okay, well. I plenty. And some of them deserved more than one. But not all. <laughs> So, yes, let's talk about Nick. Okay, so on, um, it was on an, um, an episode of his podcast mm-hmm. where he spoke about white people. He spoke mm-hmm. about a lot. Yeah. Um, and so here's the thing. I'm not going to give a synopsis of the whole thing because he spoke about a lot. <laughs> and there are elements of what he spoke about that I agreed with. Mm-hmm. And there are elements that I did not. Mm-hmm. And that's how I view it. So, in regards to what really got people's attention, was some of the comments he made was anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. And that really offended, you know, the Jewish commu- uh, communities and others 
Because mm-hmm. um, not all who were Jewish were offended. Just of like, whoa, right. that's what you're doing there. Right. So the what the interesting thing was, I think, I think people, I think sometimes we can't. Uh, I think sometimes we're always thinking about the whole, and it's like there's parts. So like I said, it's levels. Parts of what he said um, could be backed up with some scientific fact. Mm-hmm. Parts. Some of it, no. <laughs> some of it's purely just opinion and things. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know people quote Farrakhan a lot. Um, He has a His problematic, problematic ways. history. Absolutely. And once again, while there are elements of things he has said that I would agree with, there's a lot that he has said where I'm like, no, brother, right. that ain't the move. <laughs> right. And and um, that got him in that hot water. So then you saw... I feel like I saw black people like, no, don't you? Because he did apologize. Well, and at first he did. At first he didn't. Yeah. But I'm saying you saw black people being like, don't apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, and in return, I feel like I saw anti-Semitic comments. Mm-hmm. About, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. Wait, yeah. a, w- wait a minute. And this yeah. is what I'm always going to say. I'll never be like, I'm going to be like them. And I'm not talking about Jewish people. I'm talking about basically white people when I say this. Right. I don't ever feel comfortable behaving in, in the which that I've seen white people behave in the spewing of like mm-hmm. ignorance and hatred. Mm-hmm. And I think when black people take that sort of platform response, like you're dead ass wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like, why do we want to be like the people we find are horrible human beings and like why are we looking to be like that right and I understand that on some end you can feel exhausted because like why do we have to keep being the better person mm-hmm. but like why do you want to be like that right yeah that's that's just my one random thought yeah. anyway right at first he did not he did come back and apologize he has an upcoming episode with a rabbi to talk about what he said and the truths and the non-truths and discuss right. everything like that, which I thought was a good move to educate not only himself, but people who may not know a lot about the Jewish faith or the history. Because mm-hmm. I do think people don't, a lot of people don't know about the Jewish faith and their history and things like right. that. And the difference between the religion and the people. Correct. Because There's I think... There's a big difference. Yeah, people conflate that a lot of the times too, so... There's a huge difference. Yeah. And, and also, you know, Viacom um, ended up terminating his relationship with Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. With Nick Cannon. And I know he had a talk show. They didn't get canceled, mm-hmm. but they, like, pushed it off to 2021. Yeah. He hasn't lost his job as the host of The Masked Singer. Right. So, we'll see. I know that people were worried about him just with some of the tweets he was saying and messages he was putting out on how he felt. The black community was now coming at him and disparaging him. Mm-hmm. So once again, I hope that he's doing well emotionally because I just feel like them type sort of like cyber attacks I know are not. I just don't feel like that would ever be easy to take on every platform, yeah. every blog, all the comments. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What do you have? Do you have any additional thoughts? Mm, not really. Um, just that I am glad that he is willing to be educated because Correct. I think so many people when like the process first starts with this with anyone so many people double down first which he slightly did do he slightly was just like look I didn't mean to offend anybody 
boom. Like, that was what he said at first. Um, and then, you know, within a day's time or so, then he apologized because apparently he had been educated or whatever. So, regardless of what people have said, you know, including the canon, I think it's always important and it's always showing, um, it always shows the character of the person if they actually are willing to be educated and if their behavior then changes after. Correct. But when people do stuff multiple times, then it's, and like, then it's like, all right, I don't got time. You want to live in this space. Right, right. So we'll see how um, the next episode goes or whatever and how he continues on further. Um, I think Viacom will take him back. I do as well. <laughs> I, I don't think that I don't be... think that's really over. Yeah, same. I personally don't. Yeah. Um, but I also just feel like, guys, take a... If you don't, I feel like you should... We should all be striving to learn. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... I think sometimes Google can be your friend. Yeah. And it's okay to not know and be like, all right, well, let me... Let me... Even even here's the thing. Even hearing that... Pop, if, if you've never heard that before, you should go back and, and double check check that stuff yeah and, and also, i don't think there's nothing wrong with that if you want to get information and make sure that what you're hearing is accurate to make sure what you're getting is real because it's opinion podcasts right. are opinion a lot of times and mm-hmm. so i think it's important to if you hear something that's interesting or you're like is that really look it up and, and make sure you understand right and i do think um you know, as podcasters, when you do have polarizing guests, I know, I understand the, how it can be hard to stay in your ground, but I do think at the same time, it's important to be informed while questioning. Um, and so don't just take what they say as Bible and don't just start agreeing with them when you don't actually know the truth. Because people can say... Anything. anything and ask so, them where did you read that what do you and when he had him as a guest he knew he was a polarizing person i mean yeah. everyone knows that about him yeah. so just be careful with y'all platforms and who you choose to elevate because it can come back on you and how you engage with them because mm, it's one facts. thing to have someone because like look we've had people on on here that we do not agree with <laughs> And I think there's a way you could deal with a guest yeah. like that. The way you engage with them mm-hmm. also makes a difference. Yeah. Um, but last story is Kanye West. Yeah. So we know he, there was, you know, he said he was going to run for president. Then there was reports that he wasn't. And then it was reported that he did. Um, he reportedly filed. He had a rally this past weekend. And, um, from what I read, it was about 100 people. It was small. And, you know, most times people just be going to these things because they just want to see Kanye the artist. Mm -hmm. They don't care about him as a politician. I personally feel like most people in the room were just curious to see what was going to be said and done. Mm -hmm. So, um, I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw clips. I read, like, the trans, like, the, um... What was it transcript? Transcript, yeah. transcript of what was said, <sighs> y'all. <laughs> now I spoke on this, and I've said this before. Of like, 
you know, when when someone in a public figure public figure makes known of a medical condition, mm-hmm. you know, I said in the not the last maybe the last episode, I was like, I don't like how people use that. We again. instantly go there when I feel like majority of people don't know enough about his condition. The first place to even be speaking on whether it's an episode or not, what's not. That. I really hate and that. And I really I still don't like that. Yeah. I will say I watched it and felt disturbed. Yeah. I watched it and felt Sad. Mm-hmm. I still stand on. I do not know what is going on with him. Mm-hmm. I do not know where his mental state is. Um, I do hope that, and I've always hoped that he's taking care of himself. Yeah. In the way that his doctors feel is best for his treatment. Mm-hmm. I do not know enough about um, bipolar bipolar disorder. I don't know. So I'm not even gonna sit up here and say I do. Right. But I will say what I saw different definitely disturbed me. It. It it disturbed me. I think the particular part was one. He don't. He doesn't have a platform for anything, and we know that. That's what right? I was gonna say. It wasn't a guided. It was talk. not <laughs> a guided talk. It, it was, was very everywhere. random. He changed his mind midway. Uh. Um, you know, he didn't have platforms for the things that your average candidate, even Trump, had a platform on it. Like you didn't have platforms. He was just kind of ranting and raving. Um, I think a lot of things people were talking about was when he spoke about abortion and mm-hmm. him not believing in it. And he said that he wants to give each woman a million dollars to have the baby and that other countries will pay to do that. So that can let you know right there, like there's no true experience or knowledge on how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, he spoke about, you know, his dad wanting his mom to get an abortion and it didn't happen and he... This is the part that disturbed me when he was crying and yelling. He almost killed his daughter. That is when I felt like, okay. For me, like, I couldn't keep watching it at that point. I was like, I don't want to watch this. I don't know what this is. (laughs) But truly, I'm like, I'm not trying to be funny. I I truly watched it and was like, ooh, I don't. I I felt uncomfortable watching it. And so I stopped. Yeah. Um, Divulging some very personal. That's between him and his wife. Mm hmm. I just was like, whoa. Yeah. And um, once again, people unfairly holding his wife accountable for what he said. And that's the last thing said. I wanted to say. I saw so many <sighs> tweets about Kim don't love her husband. That's why you should oh marry a Jesus. black woman. And I'm like, on one hand, black women these days are more yelling, we ain't y'all therapists to get help. But now y'all sitting here saying he need to be with a black woman and so I tweeted today, I'm like, and so if he wasn't married, who would y'all blame? I even saw a tweet about, and this really, I was like, all right, now y'all completely wilding. Some hooker, I'm calling her a hooker, tweeted about how this was um, his mother's fault. What? His mother raised him, raised a narcissist. I'm like, so you really going to talk about a woman who's not even here anymore? You don't know her. Oh you know nothing. And you're going to sit up here and say... This is his mom's fault. And we barely know about the details of how she raised him. Like, please. Exactly. She raised a narcissist. That's oh why he God. think he can do anything. Da, 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 da. And I was like, mm. that was the most, like, disgusting out of all the tweets. I was like, oh, y'all are really wilding on Twitter. People just like to talk about stuff that they don't know nothing know about. Know nothing about. We don't know. Just like him. Thank you. <laughs> like, y'all ain't much better. <laughs> like We don't know him. We don't know what his wife is thinking. We don't know what his family's and family and friends 
have done, have tried to do, or are currently doing. We or know, whether or not they support or don't. Like, we, we know literally nothing. don't know. Yeah. And I think the she other thing... She could be wearing a Kanye 2020 hat for all we know. We don't know. I, I do feel confident that she's not. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say this. I'm not trying to pay for her, but I do feel confident that she's not. Right, but my point However, is However, we, we don't know. know. Yeah. And my whole thing, because the one, the girl was just like, you know, she don't love her husband. Oh I would not God. have my husband like that on TV. And when they talked about, like, putting him in a, um, you know, taking him to court or getting some sort of conservatorship and things like that. First of all, do y'all even know how any of that works or the process no. to get that done? No, no. y'all don't. I don't they was know. just hollering free Britney two weeks ago. Okay. Without knowing nothing that's going on with her either. <laughs> and y'all sent him here saying, put him in an institution. Do oh you know Jesus. the process of putting someone in an institution? Do you know, do you know any of the legal process? processes to get stuff done like that no you don't you and have do you no even idea. know about people in institutions to be able to say that somebody else need to go in there exactly like, what the heck? you have no people idea are, people are like just people. the balls <laughs> on people to just speak this is what i will say i hope that he's taking care of himself if the stories are true that you know they his family and friends are concerned mm-hmm. then i hope he gets the help he needs but y'all i think it's weird how we sit and we make such crazy statements, yeah. and we do not know these people. Right. I mean, look, we talk about pop culture and media here, and we certainly give our opinions, yeah. but we also make it clear that we don't know them. Right. And we give our opinion off of the, the slight information we know, and right. acknowledging that we could be dead-ass wrong. Facts. And when we do know that we wrong, we, we come back it. and we say and we say wrong. It's been confirmed. <laughs> right. I mean, and that's how it... I just feel like that's how it needs to be done more. I just yeah. feel like to to y'all don't know him, and I and for the record, I still feel very firm that most of y'all don't even know about bipolar disorder and all the different ways it manifests and the different. They just I mean, know the the version that they've seen on TV. They don't really know about it. They just like throwing around terms. There's that they so don't many know different um, versions of versions it. of it. There's so much that you do not know that he has never said to us for us to know. We don't got his medical records. And, and then I also did, think... You wouldn't even know what it meant. Right. And I also think it's rude because you don't know the people around you that you may have, like, that are friends, that are coworkers, that is family, that may actually have bipolar disorder and you don't even know. And you just throwing that on somebody else. Like, that's just... I don't agree with it at all. Well, not throwing it, because he said he had it, but just making it seem like that is the reason for what's happening right now, I'm just not in agreement with it. I don't know. All I said is I, I definitely felt dis- I just felt disturbed by watching um, watching it, and I definitely turned it off, because I was like, okay, I don't like this. Yeah. Um, like I said, if something's going on, I hope that he gets the help that he needs, um, I think most people are not taking him seriously. Mm-hmm. I think people are just kind of watching the show. Yeah. Truly is what I think. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But I definitely, it definitely was not easy watch. Agreed. So, um, we had a question of the week. <clears throat> Would you rather never eat chocolate again or never kiss anyone again? Um... Glenn and her podcast said, never eat chocolate again. Too easy. It's me, Tierra Four said, buy chocolate. Reese Peace said, 
never eat chocolate again. I don't love it. Jazz Dimple said, buy chocolate. C. Hoddle said, never eat chocolate again. Des God said, I guess chocolate is out. Felicia LaShawn said, never kiss again. The Modern Day K said, what's chocolate? C. Marie, one underscore six said, buy kisses. Headshock1906 said, never eat chocolate again. I got problems, Pud said, kiss. People had, be having bad breath anyways. <laughs> Um, I know we got a response on Facebook. I'm pulling that up. I'm actually glad to see someone give up kisses because I was just wondering would anyone, you know, be like, I want my chocolate instead. Right. Because, I mean, some people really aren't kissers. They don't, like, love it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a kisser. I personally, like, okay. during my period, mm-hmm. I would give up kisses because mm-hmm. on my cycle... <sighs> I love chocolate. Mm-hmm. I had a bite of chocolate cake today. <laughs> really, y'all, it really was a bite. Mm. Um, for some reason, I couldn't finish it. The bite is all I needed. Anyway, mm-hmm. but on a regular basis, I don't eat a lot of chocolate, and I do love kissing. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely give up the chocolate. Um, the one on Facebook was Derek Matthews said no chocolate. Um, you know, this is really hard for me. I eat chocolate literally every day. Like You do like chocolate. I love me some chocolate, like... I go days without kisses, but not without chocolate. Um, I go days without both. <laughs> but you go fewer days without chocolate. That um, is true. <laughs> I'm going to have a bite of chocolate cake tomorrow. <laughs> so, you know, um, this is really hard. Okay. Uh, um, I might have to give up the kisses. I respect that. <laughs> I just, I literally, and you know, in my life now, <laughs> I have chocolate every day. There may be a future version of Sydney that gets kisses every day. Who knows? But as I stand right now. Chocolate is what's giving you love and affection. Amen. And it's giving you love and, refe- and affection in return. Preach. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sticking with my chocolate and giving up the kisses. Okay. Respect. <laughs> so, um, today, we wanted to talk about... You know, body shaming in all of its forms and how it's been combated with body positivity. Y'all know we are two um, plus-size baddies, as some would say. Fat. (laughs) Or fat baddies, you know. However, I like to say fat because you know how people be like... Oh, yeah. You're you're, you're fat. You're You're thick. Oh, please. Okay. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Y'all... I remember, sometimes, I would say this, when guys do that to me, mm-hmm. first of all, y'all, I am not thick <laughs> under any circumstance. Mm-hmm. I'm fat. Um, I don't use fat as a dirty word. Mm-hmm. I am. Don't sit up here and be like, I'm thick. Where? Right. No, I'm not. Right. Okay? <laughs> that's just, I just want to start off with that. <laughs> but that's also why I do hate, like, these layers of term, because it's just like, Y'all just want um, a more palatable version of fatness. Because y'all not applying thick to everybody, um, but then you don't want to apply fat to these people that you find specifically attractive. Or whatever. Or they feel like they don't want to be mean. I think people... That, yeah. They don't want to be mean. So if there's someone, there's a fat person in their life that they care about... Mm Mm-hmm. Then I'd be like, well, no, you're not fat. It's like, I'm not ashamed by the word. I I am, and it's fine, and we can move on. Right. It's really not a topic of conversation. Right. 
it is what it is type of energy. But yeah, that has happened to me so many times. Don't call yourself that. Right. Like, oh my God, please stop it. Mind like, your business. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> um. So I have an article, of course, and it's the three, it has three ways that body shaming can manifest itself. So one of the ways that I don't think we talk about too often publicly is criticizing your own appearance in comparison and comparing yourself to others. Um, and so then shaming your own body for how it might be shaped, for its imperfections, for if you are fat or if you are skinny, you know, all of those things is a way that body shaming can manifest itself. And then the second way I think is what we see the most is criticizing other people's appearance in, a, in front of them or online in their comments or, you know, all of the number of other ways that I think we typically see it. And then criticizing people's appearance without their knowledge, which, of course, we wouldn't normally see it because that's kind of what happens behind people's backs or it may happen in, like, backhand comments and be like, you know, when you're angry at someone and that's when they throw it out and it's like, oh, so you really felt that way all along. So are we talking about, like, secret shade? That's, yeah, that was the third way of how body shaming can manifest itself, like, secret shade, yes. <laughs> Why you make that sound? Well, I feel like everyone participates in that mm-hmm. to an extent, and I'm not gonna say on the regular. And I mm-hmm. mean, like, just how like, and it's not it's not always about their body either. I think well, that's it's just what I was gonna the say. secret shade is right. what I just consider overarching of when you know it's not nice, but you like. Sydney and I have had those moments, <laughs> and we'll even say this isn't nice. Yeah. But I'm just gonna have this moment and say, and mm-hmm. it's not always about someone's appearance. It's really not, not, yeah. not. Because I was about to say, usually with. I try to make it about things that they could probably change. <laughs> you no, know, I'm being serious. Like, if you, and especially if I've already told you that you could change it, and so it's not usually about anyone's like body. It's about them doing stupid stuff. What if they have, like, crazy eyebrows? Is that their body? Am I body shaming if I'm like, wow, there's, like, caliprillas <laughs> on your face? I mean, yeah, because that that's how shaming? they grow naturally. But is it? <laughs> Who makes their eyebrows look crazy I can on tell purpose? You, I can tell you when this episode over. Oh, my stop. Jesus. Because my eyebrows aren't the best. Like, I have terrible eyebrows, but that's just how they grow. This is not a person. This is... Anyway, that's another conversation. <laughs> You're like, we'll talk about it later. That's another conversation. Is that considered, but that's considered body shame. I would say so. I think anytime you're shaming something about how someone's body exists naturally is body shaming. So then, one, we've all participated in it in some way, right? Of course, I'm sure. Somehow, some way, whether you were upset and you meant it, mm-hmm. or that's how you view them, we've all participated in it. Right, yeah. So let's be honest about that. Yeah, and I think because we didn't always have the language for it. And I think, honestly, especially when you're being secretly shady, it's easy to go to. It's easy to be like, that's why you 5'1". Like, it's easy to grab that because it's the most visible thing about you, you know? Especially if you're upset. I'm not... It is... <laughs> when you're upset, frankly for me, mm-hmm. Sydney knows anything comes out of my mouth <laughs> when I'm upset. Mm-hmm. Granted, I typically only say it to her so right. if I'm upset at the person. Because you know Because I know it's foul. I'm yeah. not saying it. this is it's not right. Right. But when I'm really upset, I'll be like, and then, and then I'll literally be like, and obviously none of that was, uh, none of that was nice and I shouldn't have said any of it, but right. I was upset and we're going to leave it at that. Right. 
So I know it's wrong, but I can't lie. It'll still come out. But once again, it's not always about their physical appearance. Most of the time, I'm calling someone a dumbass, but um, that's still not nice either. Well, because that's like, um, even like backtracking for a second back to the media with Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion, I even saw some people being like, how Megan let a guy that's 5'3 and 150 pounds shoot her? Like his height and weight have anything to do with that. I think that's, I feel like, well, then let some let someone his size point a gun in your face. Right! <laughs> and you tell me right. how you're gonna... Like, it don't have nothing to do it, with it. A gun is a gun. Right. So you tell me how you're gonna take him down since it's so easy. <laughs> right, exactly. People just be talking, man. <laughs> right. But I think, like, specifically with men, height is used against them a lot to make them seem less manly. Correct. Um, Which... You know, we've said that's not necessarily fair because you literally, like, you there are things your about height. your body that you can change. Height ain't necessarily one of them. No, I know can't. a few um, instances of people that legit got their knees done and gained two inches. Other than that, height ain't really something that you can change. Correct. So, I think that's why that's one thing that we've always said, like, that's not necessarily fair to use against someone and it literally does not mean that they are less of who they are because of that but i do think that people it's just an easy what's like it's an easy so when, but when you say things you can't change if you talk about other physical things technically people could so right. are you saying and, no i'm just saying it's i think it's wrong period but especially for things that you can't change like you literally, like, even if, as much as he may want to be taller, he literally can't. And so I think, for me, it's an added level of, this is pointless, to go, to, like, mention that. So it's like, I think it's wrong, and then it's extra wrong. It's like so it's a, a better sprinkle that of wrong. we insult people on their character. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, what? <laughs> is that a question? <laughs> like, but, yeah, because... And, like, even with us being fat, I think people make it seem like, well, if you don't want to be fat, it's easy. And it ain't easy. You be fat and you figure it out. <laughs> like, it ain't as easy as people like to make it seem. Girl, I'm about to choke. Because, <laughs> um, like, and I, people literally say these they things do. without they do. thinking about who they're even around. Like, I have been in the car with someone and we saw a person that was fat jogging. And they was like, man, what's the point? I'm like, well, excuse me? Because first of all, so you usually would talk about a fat person for not making an effort to lose weight. This fat person is actually running, jogging, and you making a problem because they not going fast enough to your standards. At least they doing what you wanted them to do in the first place. You know what I mean? But here's the, I think the other thing with like just fat people in general I feel like smaller people, and y'all don't care about fat people either way. So I think, for me, my biggest thing is, y'all don't care either way. And that's the prime example. Mm -hmm. They'll look at a fat person like, you should just really be worried about your health. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just saying, your health. Meanwhile, you smoke every day, you drink every day. (sighs) Right. And your metabolism just, and your genetics is just in your favor right now. (laughs) Right. And so when someone looks at you... Then 
the average thought is, oh, they're healthy because they don't have a lot of fat, mm-hmm. and so they're doing what they need to be doing. I know people who are smaller than me who eat more than me mm-hmm. all the time and on the regular, mm-hmm. and they are half my size, even smaller. Right. Yeah. But because you look at me, you're like, well, then she's clearly the one who's eating all the cheeseburgers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, that's just what, it, it's just more of, you have no idea. Right. Now, there, obviously, you could be fat for overeating, but there's a whole bunch of other reasons why you could be fat. Right. And it's not always easy to lose weight. And then, too, we also have to know that some fat people don't want to. Right. They could be completely happy and healthy um, with how they look. And it's not anything wrong with that like that's shoot i mean that's a good thing to be able to be comfortable enough with yourself regardless of what anyone has to say and be completely happy with how you look regardless of your size regardless of anything it's a beauty in that so why do people hate when it just happened to be someone fat that's happy with how they look because they're not happy with themselves and hurt people hurt people and they may want to make assumptions about being worried about people's health. That's like they could care less. They right. truly could care less. I mean, and that's why I hate when you say that. That's what my just say you don't find fat people attractive, and that's mm-hmm. why you don't like it. Don't sit up here and say you 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 concerned about this stranger's <laughs> health on Twitter. No, the fuck you're not. <laughs> right. Like you know you could care less mm-hmm. what he or she. Um, or however they identify the case, is putting in their mouth for exercise and doing any things like that. If like that was shut the case, it. you would stand out front McDonald's and every time somebody gave their kid a burger in that drive-through, you would be yelling at them. But you ain't, cause you don't care. <laughs> like period. Truly, you don't. And that's like even when like I was vegan and vegetarian, all of those versions, people would be like, "Well, how do you get your protein? How much protein do you get, sir?" Like, you don't even know how much protein you're getting, but you worried about my protein intake. How about if you measure your own, then come speak to me. Like, because if you literally don't know how much protein that you're getting yourself, then don't ask me how much protein But you already, but also with asking that, they already aren't conscious of what they're eating. Because if you are, you would know that you can get protein from other things other than meat. Facts. So that's the one thing. So it's like, we already know you're not really concerned (laughs) about what you're eating. Because you would know that you don't have to just rely on meat to get protein. Right, right. So do you think that for the masses, we have made strides to stop body shaming? Um, I think there is more, um, there's more talk about Mm -hmm. accepting people's bodies and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're still a, we're still, it's still prevalent. Like it's, it's not enough. And here's the thing, even with like the whole, like, just when we talk about body, the body positivity movement, you have smaller people who are like, I have a role too. And that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. I'm right. going to say that. Right. But the body positivity movement wasn't made for mm, you. Yeah. It was made for marginalized bodies. It was yeah. made by black women with marginalized <laughs> bodies. Yeah. And a smaller girl where you do have issues because we all have our own um, maybe self-esteem. We all have our own ways we view ourselves. Mm-hmm. But the bos- body positivity movement was not made for a size 8 with a role. It just wasn't. Right. Whether y'all want to be in it or not, it <laughs> wasn't made 
for that. It was right. made for marginalized bodies who are not getting the acceptance and love that that's really a you know a, um can't get my words out that um are that aren't accepted in society yeah. like a size eight with a role right because at it, the end of the day you are right. now you feel self conscious about your role respect mm-hmm. and I don't um disparage that or dismiss that right but no the body positivity movement was not made for you it wasn't right. right. But if you want to, you can sure be an ally. You can sure be supportive. You can sure check those around you that aren't. Correct. But don't try to slide up in. And I think <laughs> I think that has been um, some kind of debate yeah. in that movement. Because it's like, that's, that is what it was made for. It yeah. wasn't made for someone who, frankly, is small but has certain you know, um, negative thoughts about their body. Because yeah. we all do. But the difference, but a part of the difference is, while we all have our issues with our bodies, there's a certain type of body whose society, in society is more accepted. Yeah. So you don't have, um, you don't have, um, like, I think it's just a different level. We'll yeah. put it that way. Because yeah. society, especially women, we are impacted by it, mm-hmm. small or large, mm-hmm. through patriarchy and everything else, right? Mm-hmm. So you do, it's it's the levels yeah. when it comes to it. Yeah. And even like for me, I'm a fat girl, and but I'm also not a fat, I'm not, I don't have a fat, acceptable fat girl body. Right. And there's layers there. Yeah. You know, I don't have the, the acceptable fat body of 2020. Mm-hmm. It's someone with boobs, yeah. the hips and the butt. They have mm-hmm. a gut. But because of the silhouette feature... You can barely see the gut. The yeah. gut doesn't stick out as much. Right. And so that's the thick body. That's mm-hmm. the um, the good fat body. That's attractive and that's acceptable. That's the fashion over model body. Right. <laughs> but fat girls like me who like, I don't have... I don't have a butt. I really wish I did. Or no. fat girls like me that don't have the biggest boobs that we don't necessarily fit in those categories. I'm going to disagree. While really? I know you don't have big boobs, Sydney, but mm-hmm. you are in an acceptable fat category. Okay, I will say that, but... Okay, I'll just leave it there. I mean, it's a conversation. I know it is. But just say what you stopped yourself. Yeah, because I, I didn't want to say what I had to say. It's fine. I mean, from my perspective, and that's what I'm saying... I view you as in more of an acceptable category. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the... I, I Anyone with... This is for me. Mm-hmm. Any fat girl that has sort of that hourglass figure mm-hmm. is more in an acceptable category. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you could say there's layers there as well. Mm-hmm. But the idea of kind of having that figure where you have a stomach, but because of the other areas, even if it's big... It doesn't look as big. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? What I'm trying to say. It's like with the shape of it. I can't explain. No, I, it. I completely get it. That's and that's so, why I speak to the boobs thing because big boobs can hide a stomach any day, all day. Correct. Like I don't. Um, I don't disagree. Yeah. So, but I do think it is the balance of both, which is I think the essentially the acceptable plus size figure that the niggas love on the gram, but who knows if they love it in real life. Um, <laughs> but going back to the, um, the comment you were talking about with the body positivity thing, I actually saw a post about that recently. It was this lady, she had like triplets 
And so, like, while she's skinny, she her stomach is, like, a lot of loose skin because of the babies. And she usually says that she's, like, body positive, blah, blah. And someone called her out recently saying, like, this was not made for you. We understand your loose skin and that you don't want to get rid of your loose skin. And that's fine, girl. Like, we get it. But the movement was made for this. And she responded. She, like, made a whole post about it and was like, I understand that. You know, I put on clothes and no one sees anything wrong with my body, similar to the size 8 with the roll. Like, no one would see anything wrong. They would look the acceptable size and body type and all of those things. Though, yes, you still have flaws, but it's not the same as, you know, walking up to someone and them clearly not being the average, air quote, woman. I just think it's the layers of it. Because it's like, no one's dismissing... Um, someone's, a smaller person's insecurities or thoughts about their body Mm because they exist. Mm -hmm. It's just the layers of, um, having that and then having that societal view put on your body that makes it a double layer, which is why the body positivity movement began. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Because it was, uh, it's an, it's an extra level. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's put on fat people. And I understand that it is hard because when you hear body positivity, it is supposed to uplift all body types, but the intention of why it was made is the more important part. Um, But like many other hashtags. But I mean, you kind of all lives matter in it. Right. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. People just take it and apply it to what they want to apply it to. Instead of using it for what it was actually made for. Um, But I do think we are starting to see more, you know, plus size models, if you will, without the average plus size body type, if that makes sense. I think we're starting to see that grow. Um, I don't necessarily think it's very, like, mainstream. I think we might see more of it just because we follow them and they're popular on Instagram, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're, like, getting magazine covers or, you know, TV shoots, which is what the point... We want them to get to that point. Um, So that they are, you know, widely accepted as the fine... Like, you're a good model type regardless. It's not about your body type. It's about if you can do the job and, you know, make your face look how models supposed to make them faces. (laughs) Because I can't never do it. (laughs) Me either. Do you Me think? Either. Um, do you think that? Well, you kind of already spoke to that because I was I was gonna say, what role do you think men play in body positivity? Well, one, I think one, I don't think men are given a space to talk about their own bodies. For one, mm-hmm. um, whether you're fat or smaller, I don't think men are given a space where they can actually say, I don't like this about my body. Facts. I don't like this. This makes me insecure. Where women can talk about it more in a public form, in a public space, and not be as criticized. Yeah. I, first of all, I don't feel like men are able to do that. Yeah. Um. So one, you know, I don't know the experience for, like, a fat guy, because mm-hmm. I do feel like it could be even harder, because, like, a fat, the fat girls can talk about it, in a way where it's more... It is. It no, is more I get acceptable. I still don't think it's harder for them, though. 
I, I didn't, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't have a penis. I mean, I'm fat, but I don't have a penis. So I don't know because they're not given an opportunity. I don't know how they personally do. Yeah. I don't know, you know, like, for example, like, I follow a whole bunch of, like, beautiful fat girl influencers. Are there fat man influencers? I have no idea. I literally do not know. I'm not even trying to be funny. I, I like, don't know. I feel like there are, but they don't present themselves as such you but know? that's what i'm saying but a it's fat the big guy with the bald head and the beard like is that okay <laughs> and that's the like that's the but you look. know what i don't even know i don't even follow any male influencers now <laughs> that i'm thinking about it i'm sure there are i do i follow a few i don't i don't any influencer i follow is a woman yeah so yeah i'm not even i don't even know <laughs> yeah i i do think that um, male influencers don't tend to be the ones that like. Do they do fashion over men? Like, what are they? What are products? <laughs> okay, are so they I honking? know I follow one man that does fashion over men. Okay, what are the others' products are they but sharing? That's what I'm saying. The other ones, they are more so like promoting other brands' products that is not clothing. So it could be like a beard oil or okay. some vitamins okay. or a protein shake. Okay. Like it's always another item that has got nothing to do with clothes. Like the closest it may come to being clothes is some shoes. Or like a t-shirt brand. Right. Or yeah. Like that. Yeah. It's very much more influencer and not Instagram model. You know, that is that difference. Whereas I think more female influencers fall into the Instagram model category. If that makes sense. I just think men tend to not do that. And maybe it's just because there aren't as many, uh, what's the, fast fashion brands for men. Where do men shop? Honestly, y'all, <laughs> like, at a side note, I'm sitting here like, where do y'all even shop? They don't have as much fast fashion. Where do men shop? H&M, Which, Zara? Yeah, yeah. Fashion over for some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I follow this one couple, and the wife is plus size, but the husband is skinny, and they do Fashion Nova fits together. But um, I don't even like Fashion Nova like that for real. For real. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna say that loud because if they gonna pay me, oh my god, I like y'all. But um, but yeah, I think anyway, I think male influencers are different. But the uh, the reason why I was saying I don't know if it's harder for plus size black men. I mean, not, I don't know why I threw black in there. For plus size we black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I think a lot of the issues that women face with body positivity are put on us by men. Well, I was going to say, patriarchy is a bitch. Right. right? So, <laughs> right. I think a part of it... So, that's why I the think... The pressures... They don't focus on ...of self-esteem... Yeah. ...does come from the... Feeding of be, us yeah. to get the male gaze. Yes. And that has been given to us since like birth. Yeah. Um, and I just and I feel like through society, because like even if your family was like, you don't need no man, society would get you. Right. Either or right. it was gonna get you. Right. Um, and I think a lot of I know I am still in that of just of unlearning mm-hmm. those type of behaviors and that mindset. Um, but I do think that's a Big part of women's uh, self-esteem. Period. Yeah. Whether you fat or not, yeah. I think a lot of it does come from that. Right. And for guys, but but then it's like, 
I guess I need to talk to a fat guy. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> you got had some fat guys on the show. No, but truly, I I want to understand what their what, battles, what have their been. experiences as being a yeah. fat guy, and do they feel it's hard to date? Like I know some fat girls feel like it's hard harder to date. to date. Yeah, agree. Um, some don't. Some do. Yeah. Do fat men feel that sort of experience as well? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. You know, I know a good amount of fat men and um. The fat dudes they don't I know ever have a problem. Cool. I was gonna say the fat. I was gonna say the fat men I know stay with somebody. Facts. So I feel like they fine. However, I don't there know could that. Be, yeah, there could be just ones that we don't know that they still have, you know, their own struggles. Um, but I would be interested to hear that if it has affected, like, what areas of their life has it affected. Um, because I think, you know, as fat kids, we all may deal with similar issues of, like, teasing, blah, blah. But I think as adults, the issues become different. Because I don't know many... I know a bunch of men that say they wouldn't date fat women. But I don't know many women they say they wouldn't at least try a fat man. A fat man. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I'll say this. From my perspective, online, we'll just talk about online Mm -hmm. behavior. I would agree that you have girls, even smaller girls, who would say they love dating a big guy or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like you kind of see it with the big girls. Guys would be like, I love a big girl. But then it gets fetishy and I don't really like it. Facts, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't like any guy who who look at me and be like, you know, you're so fine. I just love me a big girl. I'm like, ew, that's so <laughs> gross. I find it gross. Like, calm down. Yeah. It makes me feel, it feels fetishy. And I'm mm. like, all right. I know I've all right. heard some of my male friends talk about, like, I guess the kind of the struggle of not having a beard. Since, like, that's, like, the common acceptable male thing to have or not commonly acceptable but it's like a bonus for some men and so I some men have talked to me about like it's frustrating to not be able to grow a beard which I guess that's not something they could change that goes in that category why are you making that face this is a part of being understanding and accepting that everyone's issues are different because on one hand I'm like a beard really yeah However, I'm not in a place where I want a beard. (laughs) So I... Well, that's why I try to explain to them that all women don't care about beards. That's what I usually try to explain to them when they say that to me. I'm like, y'all know everybody don't want that. And honestly, half of y'all be looking different without y'all beards anyway. Well, that's... Most of the time they need them. (laughs) But I'm going to say, I was never a beard girl until I experienced my first beard. (laughs) And then after that, they definitely have a little place in my heart. I feel like they suit some people, and I feel but, like others they don't. But um, I'm not. I'm not a person who's like they need to have facial hair. Yeah. I just know that I do look at a guy with a beard a little <laughs> bit more after I experienced my first beard. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you know, okay, the combo I experienced that I've never really like checked for anyway. Was the bald head in the beard? Mm. It's like, hey, it's hey, a gem. hey, <laughs> okay, okay. But you know, even like being bald <laughs> has progressed. 
because I think, you know, men be trying to hold on to their hairline. Go bald! <laughs> and now there's some really great man wigs. And let me tell you something, because I'm a wig wearer. If my dude wanted to wear one of them wig, man wigs that was laid, laid, <laughs> wear it, babes. Because it looks good. And I wear mine. We'll wear them together. And put them on our mannequins at the end of the night, right next to each well, other. Well, they're, uh, the way they put them on is a little bit different. He probably couldn't oh, take it off. Oh, there's a permanent, okay. A little bit more, more, more semi-permanent. Yeah, he probably yeah. couldn't take his off. Gotcha. Like, I could take mine's off. Okay. But he probably got to put his scarf on or something. <laughs> Keep it down. But, yeah, so I, I, it's like I know they have their different issues um, with, you know, what is perceived that women prefer amongst men. I just don't think it's the same level for us. Well, I think, I think the reason, and it just because patriarchy benefits them. Yeah. And I think that's a, a big issue with women, small mm-hmm. or large, of how we view ourselves, how we view ourselves in the world. Yeah. And what's kind of stacked against us. Mm-hmm. Um, it just truly is a difference. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, whether you're, I think, I think one, I, people should respect the origin of the body mm-hmm. positivity movement, and I know that it's slightly expanded to include, you know, more conventional size bodies. Yeah, and I acknowledge and respect that we all have our own issues and way we view ourselves. Right. I think the ultimate point is just to mind your business. Yeah, and I that think every movement ain't for everybody. That I just really, I think it really comes down to mind your business. I think at the, end, the reason I say that is because whether you take the body body positivity movement or any other movement about you know loving yourself or accepting your body, at the end of the day, mind your damn business. Right. No one should feel comfortable, and I truly believe this, and I preach and I behave this way. I don't know why anyone should feel comfortable commenting on someone's look or clothes online. Like I don't know. Well, clothes. I still think mind your business. Okay. I do. The reason I... I, I'm going to use social media as an example. If someone is posting something Mm -hmm. on their page, they're not asking you for feedback, anything like that, Mm -hmm. it ain't for you to comment. If you don't like it, who cares? You can keep that internally. That's what I'm saying. Like, if someone... If I asked you, and you're like, girl, that look a mess. (laughs) I asked you. Right. And so I opened myself up for feedback... Yeah. And it's fine to give your feedback. But if someone is posting something on their page and you think they look crazy, let them look how they... If they were posting it and they feel good about it, you could tell by the damn caption. <laughs> Leave it alone. That yeah. ain't, I mean, if you don't want to like it, don't like it. Right. You sit in here and make time to, 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 to send negative comments or to say... Like, no. I guess that's what I was thinking. When you said clothes, I think more often people do... Um, want feedback on their clothes but I've never seen somebody want feedback on their daggone body. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I feel like I'm saying feedback regardless give it when it's asked for and I think that's something that you can remember whether it's a body, whether it's their clothing, whether it's if they're asking you for feedback, Mm -hmm. then give it. But if they're not asking you for feedback and your comment is not helpful and y'all know what I'm talking about unsolicited advice then no one asked you mind your business yeah i definitely mind your business my fat body shouldn't disturb you just how your ugly face doesn't (laughs) disturb me okay was that rude (laughs) (laughs) you don't gotta worry about what's going on over 
here. Me and my rose. We doing just fine. Yeah. And I think the other thing is now if I decide to lose my roles, that's my business. Right. And I decide to gain a role, that's still my business. That's another thing um I saw online this week is like, and I never thought about this before then either, but when someone that was fat lost weight and like post a picture of their progress, they was like, they hate when people comment, keep going. Because they like, what if I was done? Like, don't tell me to keep going. Though I know people are saying that to be motivational. I think that's, again, another example of, like... You could just say, look great. Good job. Yeah, like, something. Look great. Because I literally never thought about that. And I don't think the intention is ever for someone to be like, okay, yeah, lose more. I don't think that's anyone's intention. But I can understand how that can be taken um, by someone that has lost weight as, like, I I, I didn't want to keep going. Especially for me, like, I don't want to be skinny. So if somebody tell me keep going, I'd be like, but I don't want to. Like, I'm good. It should just be a looks great. Right. Or you know what, guys? Sometimes a like is just enough. <laughs> right. And just on a, in a, on a social, and even in real life. I think sometimes, because I was um, reading up on microaggressions, mm-hmm. and it was this article about, like, basically each scenario, they was like, the best advice is, don't say anything. <laughs> like, commenting on hair or things uh, like that. Yeah. Like, they they explain why it's offensive mm-hmm. and they tell you what you really should do. And every time it would get to the, what you really should do is mind your business <laughs> and go about your day. Yeah. And I think that's something that we could do more of. And mm-hmm. not in a crisis, because, like, that can be problematic when you're visibly seeing someone that needs help. So yeah. I don't mean it in, in those way. ways. But... There really is something to, I've said this many times on the show, just because you have an opinion on it don't mean you need to share it right, out loud. Right. Sometimes it can stay right right up top in the dome. And and think about your words. And like, think about why that thought has come to you. Yeah. And why do you feel that? Yeah. Especially if it's mean. Like, even me, I still have a shade moment or two. <laughs> but the reason why I know I'm growing is, one, they are less. Mm-hmm. But two, I'll feel bad. So then you don't even, I don't even get, I don't even really enjoy being shady anymore. Because right. then I feel bad after it. I'm like, damn, Shanae, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> right. But that's how I also know I'm growing. Because yeah. it's like, you have more of a conscience. You're actually thinking about what you're saying. And even if you don't say it out loud, being like, well, why are you... Unpack that. Mm-hmm. Why are you saying that? Right. Yeah. Where is that coming from? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, what are you struggling with? Because, man, Because projecting is a mother. I done had to tell... I think in three different instances, like, trainers that slid in my DMs offering their services. Like, get up out of my DMs, please. <laughs> like, I get that you're trying to get business, but I did not solicit... You know, the that only ain't reason right. you here is because I'm fat. Because you wouldn't be here if I wasn't. That's not okay. Because <laughs> once again, did you ask for looking for a new trainer? Y'all let me know. Right. Then it would make sense for a trainer to, right. to slide in your DM and say, Oh, are you interested? But just to assume right. when you see a fat Maybe person. Maybe like, Oh, I saw you liking the progress page. That's because I'm happy for the person that's losing weight. That don't mean I wanted to be them. Like, what you talking about? Like,. So, yeah, I think the best advice is to, like, know why you're saying what you're saying and think about how what you're saying can be taken or just say nothing. (laughs) Like, at the end of the day, keep your words to yourself. And to my fat brothers and sisters, 
whether you want to be fat or be smaller, that's your business. Mm-hmm. And um, and love your body, mm-hmm. and love it so much that you won't let anything or anybody impact how you feel about yourself. Okay. I mean, granted, y'all too skinny people, but really, for fat people, I'm being inclusive. Yeah, I get it. In my own special way. I get it, because... And like you said before, we all have our own flaws, period. Everybody does. Um, But there are just different challenges for different bodies. And I think it's important to be understanding of that and not try to put your challenges on anyone else um, and just deal with your own flaws yourself. If you want to, or just keep them. You know, live your life. (laughs) <laughs> I think that's all we have today If y'all, especially fat guys If y'all have any feedback Let us know, because we would love to do an episode Well, we'd love to hear like The fat guy experience yeah. How it differs Yeah, give us um, some feedback But I also just would want to hear from men And how they view themselves and their bodies Yeah, Just overall, because I feel like You hear You hear, um I feel like you hear women talk about it more. Yeah. Their body image and having a healthy body image mm-hmm. and loving ourselves in a way where you don't, I don't see that, um, you don't see that um, amongst men Amongst men in the same way. And it doesn't right. mean it's not happening, but it's certainly not um, as visible. It's not as visible at all. So yeah. I would just love to hear insight on men and how they view themselves and their own self-esteem and, um, and, I think sometimes stereotypically um, we equate men's self-esteem with like their money or their status, but it also could include their body as well. Just conversations that I haven't seen happen. Yeah. I would love to have that conversation. Um, But guys, just remember, give us feedback since we're soliciting it. Um, Via email. (laughs) If it's negative, via email. If it's positive, go ahead and publicly rate us. But if it's negative, let's have a private dialogue <laughs> so we can fix it. Um. So yeah. If it's meant to be fixed, because frankly, it could be a well, no, we're not, we're not doing that. Right. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Comment, like, subscribe, rate, all of those things on whatever platform you're listening to us currently. Um, if you do ever have topic suggestions or if you would like to be a ghost, I mean, a ghost, a guest, <laughs> email a us. A ghost? I don't know why a ghost came out instead I of will, guest. I do want to put this out there. There's a little game show I'm wanting to do where we need male contestants. Okay. I'm thinking a minimum two. Okay. So I just want to put that out there. If you'd be interested in playing this game, you would be on our show as a guest and participate in the game and the prize is you on the show. <laughs> so if you're interested, we just need male contestants. Um any other specifications? Um okay. Mm. Single, married. Doesn't really matter. I okay. will say we probably with some of the well just men. We just need men at this and point. And we will let you know if you qualify. <laughs> like, let's just... <laughs> yeah, just just men. I just think we need men. Okay. So if you're interested in playing our game on a future episode, mm-hmm. um, email, us. email us or 
DM us, tweet us, so we can just kind of have a little roster. Great, yeah. So our email is goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.